Oh my god, hi. This is Devin from Disney Adult, a podcast brought to you by the Trident Network. On Disney Adult, we bring together Chicago comedians to watch and discuss Disney movies from the perspective of adults. In these movies, there are things we love, things we hate, things that maybe haven't aged so well, and things that are timeless. Uh, the Trident Network's wonderful podcasts, including Disney Adult, can be found anywhere you get your podcasts. Subscribe today. trying to hold on to the headphones because the uh they weren't uh they don't they're not attached to my head like my hair is so (laughs) they were flopping all over the place uh hello everybody what's up to the internet on twitch if you're watching live this is i love improv with trent dozier i'm trent dozier thank you for being here if you're listening to this uh as a podcast in the future thank you also for listening to us that way um maybe you're watching the recording of this i don't know however you are in taking this podcast or live showing of whatever however you're finding us we love it thank you um this is i love improv with trent dozier i am trent dozier as i said we are a part of the trident network and we are so happy uh this is our final show of the year this is also the final trident live stream of the year wow uh, if you're in the chat, throw some thumbs up for Trident and the Trident Network and all the cool stuff that they've brought to you this year. A huge part of the Trident Network, dare I say the biggest part, uh, because she is the founder of the Trident Network. She is also the technical support for this very show. Everybody, you, you heard her already. Say what's up in the chat to Val Agnew. What's up, Val? What's up, Trent? Oh, kind of winded. <laughs> yeah you went hard on that one (laughs) i know it was the last one of the year i had to go hard Uh, yeah going out right yeah how you doing oh i'm great i'm so excited for tonight are you um happy with year one of trident yeah i'm really happy with year one of trident or i guess so fun i guess the first nine months technically no first nine months yeah right yeah yeah you're correct nice our our birthday is uh in march and we're gonna have a big birthday party so definitely wow come, come to attend that hell yeah on the internet <laughs> on the internet <laughs> and possibly, yeah, nice and possibly in person we might do some <clears throat> stuff in person that'd be cool so, yeah yes maybe some la stuff so that you can do it too oh my friend. oh my word yes of course the the Trident Network is uh, technically based in Chicago. Not technically, it is literally based in Chicago, um, uh, and that's because of my Chicago connections. That's how I became a part of the Trident Network. But as Val alluded to, I'm a little LA boy now, and um, it's actually kind of a bunch of BS because it's like 30 degrees here. It's it's BS, and I hate it. Thought it was I... 65 yesterday here. Okay, okay, well, we're gonna move on. We're going to move on. The Trident Network, of course, is a three-pronged form of digital entertainment uh, producer, provider. Uh, There are podcasts like this. There are live shows like this. There are recorded shows like this. This show, I Love Improv with Trent Dozier, is the perfect uh, epitome of what the Trident Network is all about. There's also a bunch of other great stuff on Trident. 
um, a ton of other great podcasts. Uh, go to thetridentnetwork.com for more information on everything. Also, we would love if you would throw us a sub over here on the Trident Twitch channel, which is, of course, twitch.tv slash the Trident Network, which you know because you're watching it right now. Uh, there's a subscribe button somewhere down here. Am I close, Val? Yep, yep. You're getting there a little more. Over. I don't know. It's confusing because... <laughs> there I... you go. Okay, great. <laughs> Hit that. Subscribe. Um, if you're an Amazon Prime member, you can actually get a free month uh, subscription to whatever um, Twitch channel you choose, and we would love if that was the Trident Network. Uh, anything else, Val, or anything I messed up on, or anything you would like to add? You didn't mess up. The only thing I'll add is if you subscribe, not only do you support all the amazing people who make things on Trident, but also you get access to these <clears throat> cool emotes, the emotes. Uh, featuring our mascot, uh, the Party Dolphin. Yeah. And I just threw them in the chat so you can see them on full display we're gonna have more in the new year so get excited oh okay <laughs> well speaking of something that gets me excited it's this week's guest should we get into it val yeah let's get into it oh uh, okay enough uh jibber jabber up at the top it's time for some improv that's why you're here that's why i'm here and that's why this week's guest is here uh this week's guest is someone who i've known for a couple years now, maybe five. I'm, I'm trying to think of when we would have met in Chicago. Five at the most and three at the least, I'll say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, she is a great improviser who I love watching. She is one half of one of my all-time favorite duos. They had a incredible Twitch show that ran for a year. Uh, she is one half of Tommy and Scotty, a Chicago-based duo. Um, she's currently bouncing around all over the country. Uh, she's currently in her childhood bedroom in Colorado. She is, dare I say, Chicago improv scene's favorite fashionista. Please welcome Emily Walters. <laughs> Hello, Emily. Trent, I'm so happy. <laughs> I'm so happy you called me a fashionista. Am I wrong? I am. Um, I when I tell you that I have not. I've been at my parents' house since Thanksgiving. I've not like gotten dressed or put on makeup since Thanksgiving. Uh -huh. And today is I logged off work early, so I was like, I'm gonna shower. I'm gonna do a full face. I'm gonna uh -huh. pick out a fit. I'm gonna match the earrings. So I've just. Uh, I I I'm so happy. Well, dare I say, and Val, maybe you can jump in if you agree or disagree, or if you want to abstain, that's also okay too. Uh, Emily, I think you're the best dressed guest we've had so far. Whoa. Oh, easily. Easily. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, the fit looks good as always. Thank you so much. Thank um, you so much. And more importantly, the improv is going to be off the it's chain. Am I right? Yeah. Well, now that I'm feeling so confident, yes. Yes. I love confidence and we love Emily. Uh, okay. Before uh, you sit there and accept all the compliments I'm about mm -hmm. to give you. Um, first, if you are watching the show, we will need a suggestion for the improv portion. So if you are already familiar with the play stylings of me and Emily or, or I don't know, if you feel comfortable giving a suggestion already, feel free to throw that in the chat now. Um, if you would like to hear a little bit more about me and Emily, specifically Emily, 
uh, before throwing out the suggestion, then maybe this conversation will help inform you because here at I Love Improv with Trent Dozier, we like our suggestion to be something highly specific as opposed to something broad. So instead of giving us the suggestion of megaphone, we would like something more along the lines of Emily is a megaphone salesman and Trent is her protege and neither of them have a left foot. You know, something hyper-specific like that, but probably better. <clears throat> um, so if you've already got something locked and loaded, throw it in the chat now. And as I said, if you don't, maybe this portion of the show will help inform you with what scene you would like to see. Because right now, Emily... I'm about to tell you what I love about you as an improviser. Are you ready? I can't wait. Okay, great. Love it. Uh, Emily, I, first of all, I just feel like um, as a human, as an improviser too, but like as a human, you have a great sense of humor and you're not like a, uh, oh man, what am I trying to say here? You're not prude about comedy. You 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 like what you like and you love the people that you love and you know you're not afraid to laugh when someone goes a little dark you're not afraid to delve into the darkness yourself which is something i love about you i feel as though um as an improviser <clears throat> i personally really admire you and and your two prof partner Kenan. i love both of you because you both have this uh it it's like a fearlessness on stage which is really inspiring and you have a sense of play about you and mischievousness. I know I've talked about mischievousness on the podcast, but Emily, you have like this beautiful combination of like darkness and fearlessness and mischievousness and just like wanting to have a good time, which I love I love when people execute their form great and it's cool, whatever. The thing I love most, which is something that Tommy and Scotty gives me a lot of from watching you, is I love people who want to have fun. And when you're playing, especially when you're firing on all cylinders, you are someone who loves to have fun and just, like, fuck around and mess with your teammates and get messed with and just, like, shoot back. And, ah, man, it's just great. And I, I was thinking about this earlier. I don't know if we've really ever – I'm sure we have played together, but I can't really think of Trent, when. I think we only did it once. And when? I think it was when Penn and Teller did, uh, it was having people from each Herald team. It was like January of 2020. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right before, uh, yes. right before the big event. I remember that show so vividly, but I think that's the only time we've even been on stage together, really. Were we in the same group that played? Because there were like I three I don't know if we were. I have the I have sheets. I'll go back and look. Okay, go back and check the records. <laughs> so either Emily and I have played together once or, or never. Zero. But I'm very I'm just like I'm uh, really all day I've been buzzing with anticipation for uh playing with you tonight. Do you do you agree with my assessment oh of my you? Oh my gosh, or? Trent, I am so excited. It was, talk about inspiring two prof. <laughs> Jen and Peller was like you made midnight at the mission theater feel like eight o'clock on a Friday. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you and Cam are so, so playful with each other. So everything, it's so funny. Everything you said to me, I was like, I feel that way about Trent. So I hope, and I also feel like I, I only really go dark with Kenan. So we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Kenan McKinney demands it. <laughs> he does. Kenan also. Yeah for the record, will be on this show in the future. Yes. So everybody can look forward to that in 2022. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, as we wade into the darkness. 
Um, all right. Well, uh, if you've already thrown a suggestion out there, great. Thank you. Uh, if you haven't but are now prepared to, please throw your suggestions into the chat uh, starting now. Um, as always, the what I'm saying is delayed by about 20 seconds to when you're hearing it. So, um, you know... Just try and fill some time here with... We do have one from from the old Nia machine. Ah, <gasps> uh, the old Nia machine. Well, let's wait. She's great at suggestions. Let's wait. Oh, okay. Is there... Do you think another one will come in, Val? Or, I mean, I, Lord knows I don't I'm ready think to rock. We have a couple viewers, but uh, they are... They seem to be lurking more than... They're silent uh, want, Wanting... Yes. Give me that Nia suggestion. So, we love a suggestion from the yeah. composer of the I Love Improv theme song, Nia D'Amelio. Yeah. Okay. Um, and I, per uh, per my right, am going to add a, a tiny detail to uh, Nia's suggestion. Accepted. Okay. So uh, Nia's suggestion is, Trent and Emily are two showgirls... She mm-hmm. says it could be the Rockettes or it could be some Vegas show, whatever, mm-hmm. uh, who just finished their last Christmas show mm-hmm. and are getting a celebratory drink. Oh, fun. I'm going to add that one of you has a secret that you've never told anyone and you want very badly to tell the other person but you may or may not actually do it great it's there under the under the currents beautiful thank you thank you val thank you nia yes have fun thank you cheers to you and those titties girl (laughs) (laughs) and right back to you and that ass cheers to you you did it you did it (laughs) they look okay Oh my god, they look amazing. Are they you look sure? so good. I just yes. I'm just not used I felt a little off I know. tonight. I know I'm not used to the new weight. Well the weight. It's hard. Yeah. It's hard to get used to it. But no, they look good. You dance like you were born with them. Oh my god. Bethany! Oh yeah, my god. You did. You dance like you were born with them, for Thank sure. You. Thank you're you. So well, fun. now my my next project is to get my ass as tight as yours. You do not get the BBL. Promise me. Okay. Fine. Promise me. I, okay, I won't. No, I want to hear you say, I promise I will not get the BBL. But it looks good on you. No. It doesn't. It, it was good. not. It cost me my relationship. Well, it I, cost me my relationship. I'm single, so it's fine. <laughs> okay, if I could go back and be married with a flat ass, I would be married with a flat ass. No, don't Bethany. Yes, no. I would. The holiday. This holiday season has been hell for me, okay? What? Yes. No, Bethany. Oh my God, I'm so sorry. During the White Christmas number, I all I almost start to cry every time, and I thought everybody knew. Well, I'm in front of you, so I can't. I can't <laughs> see. I can't see what's going on. So. Yeah. I no. Know. I mean, obviously, like I thought. You know, it just feels like the whole audience is staring at you. Mm. It's probably how you feel with your tits. <laughs> yes. Like when I start to cry, I feel like everyone's just staring at me. I know. When I walked on stage, I was like, "Oh my god, everybody knows that these are brand new." I know. Everybody, I could but, feel it. But mm. they just were looking at your fancy footwork. Well, I don't want you to 
feel alone on Christmas. Do you have plans? You could come over. No, I can't. That would be sadder to come over. I just have to be alone. It'll (laughs) be more sad. It'll be more sad to go to someone else's because then everyone will be like, you know, your mom will be there and she'll be like, oh my God, how are you doing? And it's it's just more sad to be an interloper. It's just better to, I'm just going to be alone. I've got a plan for the day. Don't worry about it. But thank you so much for the invite. <laughs> like, that was so nice of you. Bethany. What are you doing for NYE, girly? Bethany. <laughs> my mom died of COVID. <gasps> okay, I feel bad. And that's we on me. We just because... talked about it. <laughs> I'm sorry. Why would that's you That's why put... I said, and that's on me. That's why I said, and that's on me. I feel bad, and that's on me. I, okay. We just talked about it. I can't prove this, but I think when I went under anesthesia, they fucked with my brain. I can't prove it. I can't prove it. They won't send me the, my medical records, so I can't prove it. But I do think when I went under for my BBL, they like did something. So it's really, I'm so sorry though. That's on me. How are you dealing with your grief? Well, I'm having a bunch of, <laughs> having a bunch of people over for Christmas, and I okay. was. Great. Oh, that sounds perfect. Oh your mom would God. love that. Okay, I propose a toast to your mother. I yes. just want to do a quick toast. Yes. Um, To your mom. And I'm so sorry. Do you mind reminding me of her name? Her name was also <laughs> Bethany. We okay. have Bethany, we've <laughs> okay. talked about this at length. I feel, oh I'm my so God. I'm so sorry. And I am so sorry to Bethany, not me. To your mom, Bethany. To my mom, Bethany. Um, oh. I loved her. Loved her energy. Loved her spirit. She would have loved, loved my new titties. honestly she would have because you absolutely wrecked hers all right cheers (laughs) oh wow i feel like heartbroken i feel like such a bad friend no i can i i'm i actually feel bad because i'm starting to realize that i actually didn't realize how badly the divorce had affected you yeah yeah well, I just found out I'm not getting the apartment. So just feeling oh, fresh no. this week. Yeah. Oh, no. do you Being have evicted. A, do you have a place lined up to stay? I don't. I'm kind of just like, you know what? Maybe maybe I just, you know, camp out. He has a huge house. So maybe I just camp out in the garage. And he'll never know. Oh, that... But then he'll smell me. And he'll be like, you know what? I do mm-hmm. miss her. Mm-hmm. If there's one thing I know, Bethany, it's that ever since you had that that work done in your ass, everyone can smell you, no matter where you are. Oh, girl, you, you you just absolutely smell like ripped beef all the time. I know. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Not Thank in a you. bad way. Not in a no. bad way. Like it definitely, no. it definitely smells like that. farts, kind yeah. of. But it's like positive. You know what I no, mean? No. Yeah. It's healthy. It's like a healthy smell. Yeah, like, oh, this is a girl who's eaten her vitamins and her vegetables. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. Okay, so wait, who's on your invite list for Christmas? Because you didn't invite front row, did you? No, 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 no. Okay, good. No, no, no. I'm second row, third row, fourth row. Okay, perfect. Anybody anybody in the front row, I'm I'm sick of at this point. Okay, good. Perfect. I just wanted to make sure. 
No, I but I did invite a hundred percent of everybody rows two, three, and four. Oh, fun! Yeah. That'll be a good group. Yeah. That'll be really nice. Okay, perfect. Yeah. So who's coming? Who said yes? Um, right now we're about fifty fifty. So uh, well, it's sh- Christmas. It's hard. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people hard. are gonna be a with lot their of families. Better yeah. plans. Yeah, and I was yeah. just kind of like, you know, the, you girls are my family. And I know. That's what I was trying to get across to everybody. That's that's what like sucks about our job is that like people don't you know i feel like you and i come in and we just bond with everyone and we get so close with everyone and we make it we like make it that family environment Mm -hmm. and then it's like you know december 23rd comes and everyone's just like peace i'm going to my parents house in cabo and you're like (laughs) i was gonna offer you a kidney like what the fuck yeah (laughs) i don't know is this not the family that i thought it was no apparently not no Espe- I, that's why that's why no first row girls yeah got the well invite. no i mean they don't care they don't give a shit about us no i mean they think and they, I, they think the show's all about them yeah and i think it's okay that we know that that helps us set expectations yeah. for sure yes yeah. and let me tell you if mm-hmm. i ever graduated from row two to row one it yeah. would not change me i would still be yeah. friends with you in row three i would still be friends with the with the girls in row four i'm friends that's with everybody so true. that's so true I know, but what, like, what do you think it would be like to be in row one? Like, obviously, I'm happy in row three. I love being in row three. Oh, my God, no. Like, and you're so good in row two. Yeah, I love it. You're so good in row two. And you're framed so perfectly, but, like, you know, what do you think it would feel like that we're going out there, opening night, curtains rise, and your face Mm -hmm. is the first one that a little girl in the front row sees? Mm. I... I've only done heroin once, but I think it would be reminiscent of that. Okay, feeling. pause. How did you stop after one time? I had <laughs> I had a I had a good support system around me. Oh, okay, so you knew going in this is a one time thing. I'm just gonna go done. for it. Yeah, one Inject? and done. Inject. Yeah, one and done injection. It was it was at the party. Oh my God. It was at a party. <laughs> I was at in uh, in high school. So. I went to a private school. I went to a yes. private school, so it was it, it was kind of different, you know. Yeah, for sure. It was like you guys had access to that kind of stuff. Wow. Yeah. Well, that is such a comment on your character that you're able to just like do heroin once and walk away. I have an incredible character, and I have an incredible support group around me. I, I don't yeah. know. And now I have the titties to match, you know. And, <laughs> and you do, girl. Okay, should we get another round? Do you oh want one my, more? Yeah. I'll, yes. Okay. Let me suck this sucker down. Okay. Okay. Hi. Hi, I am so sorry to bother you. Can we get two? Do you want the same? Yeah, I would love okay. another double gin, double tonic, double Sprite. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, can we get the gin and tonics with the Sprite mixer? Yes. yes. Okay, thank you. Yeah, just two more. Thank you. Okay, perfect. <laughs> this is so fun. Are you sure know, you I'm don't want to so come fun. over for No, Christmas? I can't. That would just be so humiliating. I don't I know but I think it'll be so fun for you guys just for me personally that would just be such a hit to my pride I couldn't I I don't understand why you think it would be humiliating because then everyone would be like what's your husband doing and I'd be like ex-husband and it would just be you know it's just gonna bring down the day so I don't worry I have a plan I have a plan I've got it all worked out what's the plan Bethany (laughs) what's the plan (laughs) Okay, so you know how my in-laws have the tradition of having Santa come to their party? <laughs> yes, they have. That's very rare. Okay. It's <laughs> a rare tradition. Yeah. But I picked up a gig as a costume Santa. 
this year and I will be at the Nicholson's doorstep <laughs> just to observe. I'm not going to, I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to fuck it up and say I'm there. I'm literally just, observing. I just want to know what they're going to say about me. Oh, Bethany, <laughs> you know? Bethany, I, I don't want you to think that I'm being rude or that my no. titties have changed me in any no, way, but that so is supportive. such, okay. Remember that you just said I'm always supportive. That plan is dog shit, and that okay, is, well, you're not being very. That is humiliating. Right that is no. way more humiliating no. than staying home by yourself, which is even mm-hmm. more humiliating than coming to my Christmas party. No, 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 no. Because you know what? Have you ever? If this is my first Christmas without them, but it's also their first Christmas without me. And have uh-huh. you ever wondered? You know what? Before your mom died, you probably were like, I wonder all the shit she's been talking about me, and you never got to hear. Uh- you never got to hear it because she died. But now I can go to that party and I can just know. And it'll be healing for me. Okay, so are you going to infiltrate as the Santa? Yeah. Oh, for sure. I'm, not, I'm never going to reveal that it's me. I'm going, you know, I've done three months of character work. I did a class at the Actors Studio. I wrote an 80-page autobiography. <laughs> not about Santa Claus, but about, like, <laughs> I was a, if I was a, a mall Santa, how I became that, how, uh-huh. and so I'll be fully in character the entire time. Oh I won't break God. it. Even if they say you look like his ex-wife, I am just going to say, oh, 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 Santa is monogamous. Oh. So. <clears throat> okay. If you don't mind, can I get a little bit more of a, a taste of the <laughs> Santa you're bringing? Sure. For sure. Okay. So this Santa was born in Toledo in 1980. 1980- <laughs> No, I don't want backstory. Oh, oh my god! Oh, okay. Sorry. It's just like uh, those. I just have to remind myself of some things before I get into. So, like, yeah. okay, Toledo, 1985, rejected from high school. Okay, drinking. Okay, a, okay, got it. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. So it's Here, just gonna let's be role like, play. let's role play. You be, got it. you be Santa. Perfect. On the day of Christmas, and I will okay. be your uh, ex-husband. Oh, Jeff. thank you. Thank okay, oh, there you go. You. Thank you little light on the sprite can i do you mind if i send it back little light on the sprite is yours okay i don't taste the sprite at all i'll take more okay I need we're more. gonna send those back i'm gonna need sorry. more sprite thank you okay so i'm sorry you're jeff <laughs> yes i'm your ex-husband jeff yes and you be santa yeah uh, i'm just gonna be like what's going on can, uh, oh 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 you look like you've been a naughty boy this year yeah, i've been a little bit of a naughty boy you could say you've been a little bit of a bad boy yeah i've been th- sticking my wick where it don't belong <laughs> you could say. oh no well i hope that you're going to the clinic to get tested every six weeks yeah and santa might recommend that you know you call somebody if call. there's something, if there's something you need to say to someone, the best time to say it to them is on Christmas, even if you think it's too late, even if you think you've ruined all. Time out. Time what? out. What? <laughs> Bethany, are you gonna try and convince Jeff to call you on Christmas? Because no. Because that's number one. That's what it sounds like. And number two, if that is what you're doing. You realize he'll call you, and then your phone will ring as Santa (laughs) while while you're there? No. No, no, no. I'm not – at no point did I say call your ex-wife. I just said if there's someone you need to call. Maybe I'm setting him up for success with his his new girlfriend. He's got a new girlfriend? Because I heard – yes, and she wants a ring – by the by the new year and i think that's a little bit quick that's but you know that's what? very fast 
yeah, I think that's a little bit fast, but maybe I'm, maybe this is just me giving him his, giving him my blessing. Go and be in love. Wow. That's very big of you. Thank you. Thank you. Hmm. Thank you. I, um, I watched Mrs. Doubtfire in preparation. (laughs) So it's like, you know, divorce is okay. (laughs) I watched a lot of divorce TikTok. Sometimes moms and dads fall out of love. Do you know that song? I don't. I haven't been it's on so, the divorce TikTok. It is so oh. comforting to me. It's so such a comfort oh. in this horrible time. Yeah. What about you? You never go on dates. And I thought you got the boobs to go on dates. But now I'm thinking you really did get them for yourself. I did. I'm telling you. I, I, wow. I, I don't need anybody in my life uh, in that type of way. Then why are you inviting so many people over for Christmas? For fun. <laughs> it's it's not i'm not i'm not looking for a a date amongst any of our okay fellow co-workers or anything i just okay without my mom i'm just trying to you know kind of try to fill my my mom void per se i don't i don't have uh you know any underlying goals or strategies like you want to date someone like your mother who reminds you of your mother I don't think I didn't say that per se. That's what I heard. No, okay. You miss your mom. I do. You're looking to fill your mom void. So we need to find someone who is flexible. What are some other qualities about you? Well, she was flexible both physically and literally. Yeah. She was obviously an acrobat, but also she was yeah. very uh, adaptable in all situations. Oh, yes. Um, I want- great for corporate America. <laughs> She was great for corporate America. Yeah. Um, I would love somebody who was, I just, I don't think I want someone like my mom. I want someone more open. I want someone who's mm. not going to, who's not going to go to their grave with all these uh, gossipy things that they said about me, but never to my face stuff that we never mm. cleared the air on, you know? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Do you know anybody who can like, Talk to the dead. Okay. Yes. Top of mind. I know three. Okay. So <laughs> actually, you know, that stagehand Craig. Uh-huh. So he was electrocuted two seasons ago and he told oh, me yeah. ever since then. Yeah. He told me ever since then he was like, it's not for everyone, but if there's a strong, like emotional connection between him and the person trying to reach them, which you two have talked, he could. I also went to that psychic once she was pretty good. I don't know. We never talked to the dead, but she was helpful. And then, I mean, hello, Jeff. My ex-husband talks to the dead all the time. Oh, no. I know. I don't know if you feel comfortable with that, but I mean, like, you have my, you know, you got to do what you got to do. So, like, feel free to reach out. Okay. And maybe just ask what's, what his plan is for New Year's Eve, because I'm just curious. Well, let, If it comes up, let but me, no big deal. Let me ask you this. Yeah. Not to, uh, not to throw my plans in the trash and try to attach myself to you, but... Um, does an elf costume come along oh with the God. Santa costume? Okay, yes, yes. And I was like, oh my gosh, thank you so thank much. You. Perfect timing. Thank you. It's good. It's good. Oh, this is like just Sprite. It's, oh no. This is like just Sprite. Okay, send it back. Send it back, thank you. Send it back. I'm going to keep mine. I thought this was good. Great. Okay, so here's what I'm thinking, mm-hmm. okay? So I think we should do a Santa and Mrs. Claus, and here's why. Oh, okay. Here's why. I don't like 
I think the elf has a whole subservient thing. And as someone in the third row, I know you don't experience it in second row, but in third row, a lot of times you can feel inferior to people. Mm. And I don't want you to feel that way, especially not on Christmas. Of course. I also think there's a certain level of people opening up when they see two people in love. And, you know, Santa and Mrs. Claus, it is a timeless love story. Sure. I don't know if that's how I would necessarily play it that day, but. Well, can you do some character work and we can talk about it? I can send you, I'll send you over my Santa biography. It'll, it'll really help. Yeah. You, you send me, you send me yeah, your I'll Santa send you my outline. Yeah. I'll send you my outline and you can just kind of fill in where well, you think your character would go and we'll just see what happens. I we'll think, see what the dynamic is. Right. I think the main thing to remember <laughs> is that this Mrs. Claus has a big yeah. old set of titties. So we ca- I'm going to build. Not just big, but a perfect. Perfect. A perfect I'm going to build. I'll yeah. build my character out from there and then try and okay. interweave the information that you give me about your Santa. Um, okay. So I, um, I don't want to tell you what to do, mm-hmm. but I'm just letting you know that I have tried to build characters before based on a physicality. <laughs> and it's actually really hard. It's actually very difficult. So if you could come from an emotional place, but you do whatever you got to do, sister. Okay. Well, typically when I'm building out a character, I do start from a yeah. physical point. So it should actually be pretty, yeah. pretty easy for me. I've actually, <laughs> okay. I, actually back in, in my high school days, I took teen classes at second city. So did you really? Yeah. So, Oh my God, like Saturday night live. <laughs> um, yeah, it's kind of <laughs> like that. <laughs> Isn't it just like Saturday? Isn't that isn't that Saturday Night Live basically? Yeah, yeah, it's pretty similar. I don't want to get into the technicalities. Wait, that's of- so fun! Yeah. I didn't know you did stand up. <laughs> How come you stopped doing that? It's it's not. Uh, it wasn't technically stand up, and it wasn't. Uh, it wasn't sketch, which is what SNL is. Uh, Second City is is. Uh, I I did improv classes there. Okay. Well, of course, I started in uh, improv for actors because I thought I was going to be an actor. And then uh, from there, I moved into just regular improv classes. Yeah, see, I just don't see you as an actor because you refuse to build a character from an emotional place. So I just don't. <laughs> I just don't really see that for you. But I mean, do, you know, your method works, okay? Yeah. It, yeah. I, actually, it doesn't. I've never been booked for anything. And I've. <laughs> That's not true. You booked second row in the Rockettes three seasons in a row. That's true. That's hard to do. And let me tell you, the girls are going to get me into the front row by next year. (laughs) Yes, they will. Yes, they will. (laughs) Yes, they will. Oh, thank you. So the the bartender's kind of cutie. You trying to get back on the horse? Well, no, I'm saying for you. He looks pretty cute for you. Yes. Oh, maybe, looks... maybe, maybe we'll just let him decide. Maybe we'll just let him decide. Oh, uh, sir, yeah. sir, could we have a word, sir? Oh my <laughs> God, this is so embarrassing. Oh. Um, Hi, sorry. Yeah, it's the difficult table. <laughs> Hi, yes. Okay, it says here on your name tag that your name is Valerie. Ooh, sexy oh for a man. Uh, Valerie, <laughs> if you had to choose between me and my friend here and just know her ass is as perky as my titties are, uh, who would you choose betwixt the two of us? But keep in mind personality. <laughs> yeah, do not base your pick solely on my titties or her ass. 
Keep in mind personality. personality. And we know you haven't met either of us, so you're not. <laughs> just just the way we've interacted with you with the drinks. Yeah, with the drinks. <laughs> Keep that in mind. Why do I have to pick? Oh! Oh my god! Valerie! <laughs> it's a three-way tonight! Okay, that's the scene. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Oh, that was great. I Oh, my God. That was, that was very so fun. fun. Honestly, <laughs> honestly, Emily, that was everything that I wanted the, <laughs> the scene between us to be and and more. It was incredible. Well, you you made the bold choice to have your mom die. <laughs> it was. Just... I felt... Go ahead, Val. Oh, Go ahead, God. Val. I was just going to say, I felt Trent, you were like the boldest that I've ever seen you <laughs> on the show. And I think it's because you knew yeah. that Emily could like handle it yeah. and, and like take it and do something cool with it. And so you were just like giving her these like really like what I would call tough <laughs> gifts because like she could handle yeah. it. And it was so fun to watch the reaction and like, oh, you made a meal of it. It was so fun. Yeah. I don't know yeah. if I, uh, <clears throat> I don't know if I articulated this the best at the top of the show, but what, what I was trying to say when speaking about Emily's, uh, fearlessness as an improviser is, um, she never like whatever is thrown at her, <clears throat> if it makes her laugh you know she'll laugh but then she'll jump back into the character and like <laughs> but like she'll, no we love it we love breaking <laughs> but she'll never be like you know if i was like my mom died of covid she wouldn't be like oh let's try and pivot away from this immediately <laughs> or whatever whatever the whatever the situation or make it is. serious <laughs> sometimes and it's like i like have seen some really beautiful grounded emotional scenes in it but sometimes when people do it when yeah. someone takes something and they're like i'm gonna kill myself and someone's like wait really let's i'm like oh <laughs> yeah i feel like you gotta have a really <laughs> to have some to have some like true earned genuine moments in improv <laughs> that is like so rare so rare and people yeah. like people trying to seek that out like yeah that's not what we're doing here as i've no. said many times before if you're doing improv you are an adult human playing <laughs> make-believe and you've yeah. and you've probably paid thousands of dollars to learn how to properly play make-believe before so yeah. it's like we're not here to have this incredible grounded you know Scene. No, I'm certainly not. I am <laughs> certainly not. When people have tried to do scenes like that with me, it's like, I really am not an actor. Yeah. I cannot act. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, you're just going to get me responding, which is just me being like, okay, well, um, yeah, uh, <laughs> if someone wants to edit, yeah. then I think that would be great. <laughs> uh, <but laughs> that I, is tough. I, I, uh, I agree, Val. I did feel, I felt real, real fearless. Uh, sp speaking of Emily's, two-prop partner Kenan who yeah. we have brought up uh, many times many now times. over this podcast one of the best scenes I ever did was in the CIC auditions it was me and Kenan and I had never oh. I had never played with Kenan before and <clears throat> honestly at that point I don't know that we had even talked that much and yeah. Kenan and Emily now are two people who I consider great friends but yeah. but at that time I don't I don't know that Kenan and I had really had much of a conversation outside of like, Hey, how's it going? And I, I think the reason the scene was so good was we both immediately felt comfortable with each other because we had seen each other play a bunch. Yeah. 
And so I just felt so comfortable with Kenan because I knew, like, it does not matter Got what it. I do to Kenan. He will, you know, accept it Roll and it. give it yeah. back to me. And I, I feel the exact same way about Emily. Like, I yeah. felt really uh, her opening line was like you know i like your new titties okay. and that, Trent, was... that was me trying to shock you i was like okay what can i say to make Trent a little uncomfortable well honestly i just i want to clarify it was cheers to you and those titties girl <laughs> i'm honestly i'm glad you came out swinging immediately because then I, I was like this is the this is the peak Emily. This is the Emily that I want to. This is the Emily I want to do improv with. So, so I was glad. Thank you. I was glad to no, be thrown so into that immediately. Too. Yeah. Ugh. I was Trent, so it's glad too. Go. It's funny that you you had that experience with Kenan because I had that experience with Emily at Harold auditions. Oh my wow. gosh! No, I kind of remember this. <laughs> yeah. Like I hate hate Ugh, improv yeah. auditions, which I think oh, I've talked the about on the show yeah. before. They're terrible. Yeah. Yes. And I never do well ever. Yeah. But the only scene that I've ever felt even minorly positive about ever in, a, in an audition was a scene I did with you, Emily. And it's just because you're so easy to play yeah. with and you make <laughs> whoever is in a scene with you look good just because you're doing so well. Like, I probably wasn't doing anything or giving <laughs> you sure anything. That's not true. And you. <laughs> You were just like making it really fun. I'm sure that's not true, but Val, I remember, I don't know if you remember, we took the bus with each other. It was either like right after or right before the audition. And yeah. I am not a big hugger, but you gave me like the nicest hug. And it really oh. did make me feel, I was like, okay, I'm just gonna like, what it just was, I remember that so vivid. It was the 72 North bus. I know exactly where we were standing on the side. Don't remember <laughs> what the audition was but i just remember like talking to you about it and you make me feel much better about it so oh same wavelength yeah same page same page <laughs> but yeah improv auditions are so the worst they are you can't it's just worse. it feels so based on luck totally it is <clears throat> yeah and it's not like it's just, like there's no there's no good way to go about it really. no like i there isn't i uh bobby august jr who was a guest on our show Bobby August. <laughs> I just realized I was like, well, there's more than one Bobby in the world. And then I said Bobby August, and then I was like, well, it's a Bobby August Jr. Throwing Jr. in there because that is his name. Um, but uh, Bobby and I, when I lived in California, mm-hmm. the first time before I went to Chicago, um, when I was doing stuff at Made Up Theater in Northern California, yeah. Bobby and I actually drove from Northern California to Southern California to audition for boom chicago which is you know oh a gosh. big um yeah place in amsterdam for those yeah i mean val and emily are both nodding so they know but yeah <clears throat> uh yes. for those who don't know that's what like snl <laughs> yeah. yeah um and <laughs> we <clears throat> we were auditioning for this you know a, a, a spot to live in amsterdam and to be paid to do improv you we sh- yeah. we show up the audition is like 15 minutes. It's oh my there's like 12 people in our group. We line up. Half of the audition is each of us giving our fun fact. And then we played <laughs> yeah, like Yeah, of course. Then you got like two scenes maybe and they were both built within short form games. So then oh. it was like you did maybe 1 minute total of improv and that was just our group of 12. And then they've had auditions throughout the whole weekend. So, I mean, Bobby and I left and we both just looked at each other and we were like, well, that. Do you want to live together in Amsterdam? (laughs) 
nailed it. Yeah. Do you think we should get a spot together or live alone in Amsterdam? Oh. But it's just like, how are you supposed to learn anything? No. And even like, that's how I think the auditions at like Second City were a little more involved. But even then, it's like yeah. 30 minute slots Barely. and yeah. you're doing yeah. two scenes. And it's just like, I mean, IO, CIC even, everything's the same where it's just yeah. like, you got to hope that the people who are auditing the audition saw yeah. you in class or have seen you in a show yep. or mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. Because so rarely are you going to uh, turn someone on to you in two minutes of improv and then you're never no. going to see them again. And they're watching yeah. 500 people over the course of a week or whatever all audition. Yeah. Like, <sighs> no. I also think montages and auditions lend themselves to the worst people yeah you know what i mean the most selfish players are the ones who get out the most like one time in a herald audition i i had such a hard time getting out on stage i finally got on stage Mm -hmm. and i had not even said words and someone tagged me oh Oh. who tagged who tagged you out name names i know it was and i will never i will never name names but i know exactly You'll tell us. You'll tell us when we stop recording. Yeah, I'll tell you when we stop. Okay, Val, no, I yeah. have. I've stopped recording, Val. You can go ahead and tell us now. No way. Yeah, that sucks. Auditions suck. They really yeah. do. But they also, I have heard some hilarious stories of like this is oh. how bad. The audition yeah. Went. Like, I've been in auditions before where it's like this is miserable. Oh while yeah. This is happening, but then afterwards you're like, okay, that's kind of funny. Yeah. But while it's happening, you're like, oh my god. Yeah. I can't believe this is happening in real life. It's great to be able to look back on it later and be like, wow, yes. what a what a freaking nightmare that show. was. Glad yeah. I got to experience yeah. it, but. Yes, I know. I actually had like one of the worst auditions ever was for Second City, and I had like taken a month off of drinking because whatever and good for you good for you emily we love emily well i hadn't made it the whole month and i remember just being like it was like three and i texted the person i was dating at the time and i was like we need to go get drinks he was like are you waiting the month i was like no i need a drink it's like we are meeting we are getting a drink i need a drink it was just so bad yeah auditions will push you off the wagon (laughs) i think what messes with your head is like if you have a good audition yeah still odds are yeah. nothing nothing will, will happen still, yeah that's the thing that really messes it's so with true you. i totally agree it's i've so left true. in in my five years in chicago i feel like i left an equal number of auditions feeling good as i did feeling mm-hmm. bad and yeah. the, i mean the only thing i ever got off an audition was the cic teams I think everything else. Yeah. Well, I guess if you think of like five Bs, because didn't you get a team yeah. off of? Yeah. That's kind of like a eight week long audition. Yeah. I mean, that's a whole nother the I O yeah. the I O process and putting Harold teams yeah. together. There's a reason that that theater don't exist no more. <laughs> <laughs> I I think that actually comedy sports has kind of figured it out here in Chicago oh. during the pandemic. So they used to do what pretty much everyone else did. They'd just hold a big cattle call once a year yep. mm-hmm. and hire however many open spots they had. Yep. Sometimes it was like two people. Sometimes it was 10, whatever. Yeah. And But but during the pandemic, obviously, that wasn't really possible. And so <clears throat> yeah. they and they had already created minor league, which was like the sort of mid-level, yeah. you know, people who were like almost ready but not quite there. And then they have the rec league. And so they just kept – auditioning people for for rec league and then using rec league players to backfill minor league players as minor league players got promoted 
to oh that's nice yeah and so like you get like much more of like a a ensemble like cohesion Mm -hmm. amongst like the teams so you get to see people play with people they feel really comfortable with which i think makes such a big difference yeah in any improv Yeah. Um, and you get to know their, like, you get to see their sort of commitment in general to the theater and, um, and just like how they work with coaches, how they take notes, like all of the most important things over a longer period of time. And so when you promote them, then you know that they're going to like fit right into the community. They're going to be a committed member of the ensemble and blah, blah, blah. And they've worked really hard to get there. Like I just got promoted and it meant a great deal oh, to me. Congrats. After- yeah. Thank you. Um, this was all just me wanting to tell everyone in the world that I got promoted. Um, no, but I, you know, I think I think it really does make a difference because like the people who have gotten promoted during this time, I think, are much more like devoted. Yeah, yeah. It means so much more to like be a part of the community than like just sort of showing up for an audition, yeah. maybe never having seen a show, even. Yeah, you know. I don't know. I think I think that's the way to do it, and I wish that IO had done more of that because like I always said that like. And I think they tried sort of with the pool to kind of do yeah. that. But yeah. Like, I, I just, I always said, I wished that they would just audition teams. And I know that that's a really hard like thing to do. I don't know yeah. that that would really work that well either, but like the, you know, I, I, when I had found a team, like for example, with stacks that I really loved playing with and had great like chemistry with, I just wanted to play with them at that theater, which ultimately I ended up getting to do anyway. Yeah. <laughs> but but, uh, you know, like, that's what I really wanted. I didn't care so much about being on a Herald yeah. team. I just wanted to, like, perform in that space with those audiences, with yeah. the people that I really liked playing with. And we put on better shows than I probably ever would on a Herald team full of strangers. Yeah. yeah. You know? Well, so. I, Emily, tell me if you were feeling this way towards the end, too. But, like, <clears throat> you finally get put on a Herald team, and then you're like, <laughs> great, I wanted this, like, accomplishment. And then you're on the Herald team, and you're like, Oh, I don't this is like I like like maybe four people on this team and my my second experience was better than my first, but both times yeah. both times it was like, oh, not all ten of us don't want the same thing. Like Go ahead, yeah. go ahead. Wow. Well, <clears throat> it's so sad when like it's like when you get what you want and then you're like still not that yeah. Happy. yeah i know that's so fucking heavy i know that's so heavy and it's like but that just applies to so much of life but it was like that was a sad turning point when it was like i was less excited to go to shows and it felt more like an obligation yeah like that feeling of like i have a herald should be like all right well i gotta be at i am it's <laughs> like oh and then it's like the pandemic happened and you missed it even more but um one thing i did during the pandemic is i went back and i reread my journals because I'm a little bit of a narcissist. Love it. And it also was just so interesting to read how like panicked I would be about shows. Yeah. And then I would come back and be like, didn't have fun. Yes. <laughs> it was like, but my attitude going in was always like, okay, I got this note this week and I'm, well, he did say to the whole team, but I'm pretty sure he just meant it for me. So <laughs> now I have to figure out how to do this in this freaking show. And then I'd come back and be like, well, the show was horrible. And it was just like, I feel like I had so much anxiety around it too, instead of just, just having fun like Trent and I had tonight yeah. or like kind of, yeah because it is like yeah if it's not fun anymore then what's the point but it's like when you want it for so long yeah. and then you get it and then it's not fun anymore it's like well what do I do with this now like what am I supposed yeah. to do well it's like <clears throat> it's also like Emily you're obviously a good yeah. improviser someone who I think is a good improviser and you. <clears throat> with your Herald team you would still do good improv but like yeah when you're playing with Kenan or seeing you with uh fleetwood foxes like those are teams yeah. that you 
were a part of the creation of and they're with right. your friends so mm-hmm. it's like the the quality of the improv that you do in terms of like goodness is even yeah. but like the amount of fun you're having with those other teams is like exactly. so clear like oh yeah. i would rather watch emily and kenan do an hour than have to watch emily for five minutes on her <laughs> on gone gone you don't want to watch me try to start a game slot i would i don't want to watch any i don't want to watch anybody try to start watch a game me have slot. to initiate no. an organic opening when i don't really know what i'm doing no, you don't like no. me standing in a half circle chanting come on Trent. No. i thought you were a fan <laughs> i don't want to watch you do that i don't want to watch me do that i don't want to watch val do that i don't want to watch anybody do that that's that's dead and buried <laughs> on the other on the other other side of the coin, I will just make this point. It is so fun to watch teams like grow and change yeah. and then like come like stacks I feel like is such a good example of that. Like stacks I remember because I was at the den when stacks formed and it was like kind of out of the gate hot. And then it was like just kept growing. And then you know, people changed, but it was cool. It was just and it's it is kind of fun to like watch teams who've been together for a long time and just see like there are peaks and valleys but it's so yeah. fun to be like oh it's hot again like it's it's grooving mm-hmm. again they they worked it out it that i think that is kind of the cool part of it mm-hmm. yeah yes. sure that's that like when you enjoy the journey and even yeah. when you're having like lulls like if you're still having fun and wanting to show up to rehearsal and wanting to show yeah. up to shows, that's all that matters yeah. like <clears throat> ultimately improv is really for us we're all narcissists yeah (laughs) yeah well also like it's so much easier to pick yourself up out of a valley when you're val on stacks and you're friends with everybody and you want to be there than it is to pick yourself like if val was struggling with stacks and her herald team at the same time no she'd be like well i'm friends with stacks so yeah we'll come through but we'll work it out. Yeah. I don't know if this team I was assigned to <laughs> is going to be able to. It's really going to connect over this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Our shared history of one month of seeing each other <laughs> once a week. <laughs> once a week. <laughs> Might not be enough of a foundation for us to work through no. this. Yeah. It really is like married. the show Married at First Sight. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> it is. You throw them into a room, but they have to commit. <laughs> And then it's, you know, you check back in after three months. And then they get divorced. Are you choosing to get divorced? Some of them do. Then they get cut. Most of them do, but some of them do stay together. If you guys get divorced, some of you might not be placed on a new marriage, okay? Just need you to know that. Just you know, we can't keep putting people on marriages if they can't commit to the first marriage. Uh. So it's just kind of a hard position for us. Uh, okay, we're yeah. approaching the top of the hour, so we will okay. start wrapping it up. Emily, yeah. that scene was a blast. The conversation was yeah. a blast. Emily, you're a blast. A you're dream. a blast. Thank you. Um, Thank you. Emily is about to start uh, trotting around the states mm-hmm. of America. United yes. they are. And, yeah. Uh, but, for yeah, for now. <laughs> but oh, if God. she's ever uh, back in Chicago... Yes. Go out of your way to watch Tommy and Scotty do two prob. Yes. Um, Emily doesn't have any social media, so follow Kenan on social media for, <laughs> yeah. for updates. Follow Kenan McKitty on social media. Yeah, for updates He'll on tell siblings, you and yeah. Yes. siblings and dating. Siblings and dating. Siblings and dating. Siblings and dating 69, I believe. Siblings on. and dating. Oh, yeah, 69. And. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Yes. And it's not a question, 
It is a statement. It's a statement. So, yeah. Um, So, yeah, if you ever get the chance, if you're in Chicago and Emily happens to be in Chicago uh, at the same time, go out of your way to see Tommy and Scotty. It's it's the best. Um, Thanks. Thank you, Emily. This was wonderful. Uh, And thanks, everybody who tuned in live. Uh, Thank you for your participation. Thank you, Nia, as always, for not only the theme song, but the suggestion. Um, if you would like to throw a sub our way, uh, the Trina Network's way, we would love that, of course. Hit the subscribe button, um, down over here somewhere, I think. Yep, you got it. <clears throat> um, and also, you know, as always, visit the TridentNetwork.com for more information on all the podcasts and live streams and recorded stuff that we're doing. 2022 is going to be a big year for the Trident Network. Uh, Yay! also, as always, the holidays are right around the corner. Go to the Trident uh, Network merch shop and uh, buy your favorite people some of their uh, favorite merch from the Trident store. Uh, Val, any clothing clothing thoughts or closing thoughts? <laughs> Emily, will go to you for clothing, clothing thoughts. thoughts. Val, we'll come back to you for clothing <laughs> thoughts. The only clothing thoughts I have is I really want an I Love Improv shirt. Oh. So maybe I'll invest in one in the new year. Yeah. I might have to as well. <laughs> oh. They're pretty cute. Mm. Pretty cute. Um, this I do love improv. <laughs> yeah, with Trent Dozier. Mm. Yeah. Okay, good. Uh, this is our uh, final stream of the year. Also, the final podcast of the year, which will be up a week from now. If you're watching this live, um, if you're listening to it on a podcast, then it doesn't matter. You already know. Um, but this has been really fun. Um, I'm excited to keep doing it again in the next year with more. Um, great guests like Emily who love improv like Emily and who um, are going to give me some uh, fresh new titties like Emily in scenes. So that's exciting for me. I'm excited to continue to do it. Val, I'm excited to continue working with you. Um, and I guess we'll see everybody in January on Wednesdays. On Wednesdays. Yes. That, I knew there was something Wednesdays I was forgetting. We are moving to Wednesdays. Um, it will be the same time, Fun. which is uh, 6 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Mountain, 8 p.m. Uh, Central, Central, 9 p.m. Eastern. 9 p.m. Eastern. Um, so stick with us. You know, if you love improv, tell your friends about it. Um, and uh, I hope everybody has a safe and happy new year. <laughs> and most importantly, I'm begging you. I am begging you to remember that I love Improv! (laughs) Bye, everybody! Thanks for listening to I Love Improv with Trent Dozier. Please like, subscribe, and follow the podcast wherever you listen. And be sure to subscribe to and follow the Trident Network on Twitch. I Love Improv with Trent Dozier is a part of the Trident Network. To learn more about the Trident Network's videos, live shows, and other podcasts, please visit thetridentnetwork.com. You can also support the podcast by donating to the Trident Network's Patreon at patreon.com slash the Trident Network. The I Love Improv live stream features technical support from Val Agnew. The theme music was composed by Nina D'Amelio, and the podcast was edited by me. We return on Wednesday, January 12, 2022, live on twitch.tv slash the Trident Network at 6 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Central, 9 p.m.